Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, man? Top of the morning to everybody in the gambling community. Today is March the 6th, 2023. It's your boy Chris, and this is the Cash Day with Chris NBA betting show slash podcast. Man, we had a pretty, um, pretty, uh, pretty solid Sunday, but a, but a terrible Saturday if you guys follow my plays. I didn't, I didn't, uh, do any shows over the weekend, but I shared plays. On Saturday, uh, not the greatest day. 0-4 and one had a had a bad push uh, in the Cavs game. Also got hooked on Giannis rebounds and assists over 17 and a half. He finished with 17 in that loss uh, to Philadelphia 76ers on Saturday. Uh, Cavs, I thought they just come out and punch the the, the uh, Pistons in the mouth early, and they didn't. Um, so yeah, and then we lost on a couple of totals. I had a, had a total in there as well uh, that lost. So. Uh, not the greatest day on Saturday, but Sunday we bounced back yesterday. Devin Booker went over his points, uh, sprinkle on his 30. Then I also played um, also played the Suns team total to go over in the smash spot for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and they got the job done yesterday, first quarter, first half. Lost on a live bet between um, the uh, Indiana Pacers and the Chicago Bulls in Chicago yesterday. Just thought the defense would pick up just a tad bit, but Tyrese Halliburton played his butt off in the second half, man, and – DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine also showed up, uh, you know, offensively. So um, pretty good day yesterday. Uh, overall, still running pretty hot, man. Still running pretty hot overall and looking to get into it today. I will admit to you guys, I don't like the card today. Uh, just just throwing it out there. You know, when I don't like the card, I typically don't, you know, I don't, I don't force a lot of plays. Uh, but I am here. I want to talk some stuff out with y'all. Just kind of kind of let you guys know what I, you know, how I'm looking at the game uh you know how i'm looking at all these games so uh let's go ahead and get into it i got a couple games i want to talk about just kind of get my screen up real quick uh to the odd screen and then let's get into it so um first game up let's go to uh and hit the like button for me if you guys can also monday wednesday and friday all of these uh shows via youtube are recorded and uh posted on all Spotify, um, all podcast platforms. So Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you guys want to do me a favor, show any love, hit the like button, share the show with a friend, a coworker, a neighbor, and then also just check out the check out the podcast if you guys don't mind. Uh, download the podcast, leave me a five star review over there. I appreciate you guys for that immensely. Uh, it just goes a long way. So now let's get into it. First game up. So Boston and Boston and Cleveland. Um, <laughs> I was capping this game last night as I was watching Boston go to double overtime with the New York Knicks last night. And I knew that the I knew that the line would move. Uh it was minus one and a half last night before Boston went into their first overtime. When Boston went into their second overtime, the line shot up to two and a half. Uh and then overnight, of course, it's up to three. Total in this one, when I saw it last night, it was at two, two nineteen. It's down to two eighteen. And uh, you know, I guess uh for people who don't know, I, I check the beat reporters all the time. I mean, you, most of you guys know that. Uh, the Celtics didn't get into Cleveland until about 3 a.m. this morning. I think it was 2.50 uh, is what uh, Sean Grande reported, uh, one of the Boston beat writers. So should the line move, in this, move this way? I think, I think it's kind of telling that the Cavs were already favorites in this spot. I know that Boston's on a back-to-back, but they typically play well on their back-to-backs if you guys have been following the Celtics throughout the season. Um Will they have their hand full tonight? Hands full tonight? Yes. Will they still be without Brogdon? He's uncertain. I don't think that he's going to play in this game. Would they? Do they need him? They absolutely do. 
Uh, they really struggled over their last two games. I'm kind of worried about the Celtics. I'm a tad bit worried about the Celtics because some of their, you know, shooting has started to regress just a tad bit. Asked in the press conference last night, uh, you know, head coach said that he wasn't worried about them. But I'm, I'm a little bit worried about the Celtics. We know if the Cavs do anything, they, they typically play defense. They're the best defensive team in the NBA, and they play their best brand of defense at home. So should they win this game? Yes. Do Am I 100% confident? No, because Donovan Mitchell did jam his finger. I went through the beat reporters, uh, you know, trying to find some information on that. And what and what Coach uh, J.B. Bickerstaff said was that he could have came back. He was probable to, for, to return uh, on Saturday in that game against Detroit. But they they, they didn't want to – they wanted to be precautious with him. They didn't want him to further injure it any, anymore. I watched the injury, and you could kind of tell he, he – so what Donovan Mitchell did was he jammed his fingers on his own, own fingers. So – uh, you know, kind of missed the ball. The ball got punched out and he just kind of hit his finger into his finger. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like for him. I don't know the severity of the injury, which is why I didn't jump on, uh, you know, the Cavs late, late last night. I think that, um, you know, Boston primetime motivation spot, uh, you're coming off two straight losses and, you know, you just beat this Cleveland Cavaliers team. And uh, Donovan Mitchell, we don't know that we don't know the, the the you know the the injury news on Donovan Mitchell. I didn't play the game. What I was looking at was the total specifically, uh, the under two nineteen and a half. I didn't get there with it just because I I want to see who's in and who's out for this game. If the Cavs would have won last, if the, the if the Celtics would have won last night, I absolutely would have jumped on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just thinking that Boston probably you know wouldn't care about this game as much. But um, as we ramp up for the playoffs, I think all these games are extremely important. Um, Looking at that under, though, so what I looked at was teams coming off double overtime games playing in a different gym than they were in the first game. That's also a conference game um, where their opponent had at least one day's rest. Uh, they're 12-4-1 and one to the under, dating back all the way back to 2003. Um, and then you look at Road Dogs playing on that third game in four nights, which the Celtics are in this spot. <clears throat> Road Dogs playing that playing their third game in four nights off a double overtime game that's a conference game as well those teams are 17 to, well those games are 17 17 and 10 to the under 63 percent dating all the way back to 2002 so you know some system plays say to take the under I didn't play it because uh when you look at the Celtics and the cast <clears throat> excuse me they played three times already this season all three of those games have went over so I don't know if it's a matchup thing or what but uh, just because the you know the Celtics didn't shoot the ball well last night doesn't mean that they won't shoot the ball well tonight. And we know one thing about the ball: the, if you're going to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, especially in Cleveland, you, you're going to have to do a shooting the ball with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley down there. They're not going to give you a lot of a lot of points in the paint. So Boston could get hot in this game and potentially you know go over their prop. I'm pretty sure they want to go over their point total. Pretty sure they want to bounce back. And then I just also just don't have Donovan Mitchell news. So I didn't play the total in this one. It's kind of conflicting. I can see it kind of going either way. So th those are my thoughts on that game. I didn't play anything, but just kind of wanted to share the information with you guys. Uh, moving along, next game. <clears throat> Excuse me. Moving along, next game. We got uh, – uh, the other game I wanted to talk about was this Toronto game. So Toronto and Denver. Um, Denver is laying seven as a home favorite. Total in this one opened at 227 and a half. It's still at 227 and a half, and it's a lot of conflicting things on both sides in this game as far as the total goes. So I'm probably gonna stay off of it. I actually don't even have a total that I that I absolutely love today. And we also just got some totals that open in a couple of these other games. Um, I will tell you guys this. Uh let, let me go through this game real quick and then I'll go back. I want to circle back to the Portland and Detroit game. So 
Um, looking at this Toronto and Denver game tonight, uh, we know that Denver's a juggernaut at home. This team is solid. The best team, I think, at home against the spread, something like 27 and four, I think uh, they are at home against the spread. I think it's like Denver and Milwaukee, but Milwaukee did just lose to Philly at home. So um, looking at this Denver team, a uh, couple things I looked at. First of all, we know how hard it is to, you know, get your body acclimated and accustomed to, uh, you know, mile high just in general, right? Uh, a lot of altitude in Denver. So typic- teams typically struggle, and this is more so of a system play. Te- teams just typically struggle in the first quarter uh, when they go to Denver, not just because of the altitude, but also because Jok- Jokic is on the other side, <laughs> and uh, he typically plays the whole first quarter. So you guys probably already know where I'm going with this one. What I looked at was uh, the Nuggets at home off a previous win because they did win on Friday night against the Memphis Grizzlies, and they've they've been sitting at home chilling. Uh, They're the more rested team. Toronto will be traveling cross-country. They had the back-to-back series on on Friday and Sunday. I'm sorry, on Thursday and Saturday against the Washington Wizards. So now you you, you get on a plane and you fly all the way cross-country to get to Denver. Um, So Nuggets at home off a previous win, 15-1 straight up, 12-3-1. Uh, against the spread, winning the first quarter by average of six points. At home in general, the Nuggets off one day's rest of more. They're 7-1 straight up, 6-1-1 against the spread, winning the first quarter by average of four points. And then you look at, you know, the Nuggets at home off one day's rest post-All-Star break so far. They're also 1-0. And that game actually came against the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies did lose their first quarter by 20 by, – by, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies actually only lost the first quarter by one point. They lost 28 to 27 on Friday night. They kept the game close early. Um, if I'm playing this game, man, I think I want to get in and get out. Uh, or I want to play the the Nuggets first quarter money line parlay with the Nuggets full game. Can they cover, you know, the seven and a half? I think that they absolutely could. Another thing I looked at was the Nuggets being 13 and three straight up 12 and four against the spread as a favorite of seven points or, or, or less. Right. So typically, and the, and the spread is moving. It's up. To, it's, it's still some sevens out there, but it's also some seven and a halves out there. So if I'm playing this game, I'm I'm laying the points with them with Denver. To me, Toronto just doesn't. While they bring it on the defensive end, the Nuggets also play really good defense. And uh, I watched this Toronto team struggle to score against the Washington Wizards, who are playing pretty good defense. I will give it to the Wizards. The defense is a little better than I anticipated, but I, I just feel like Toronto will not have enough offense. If Denver takes this game serious, they should win this game by double digits. So those are my thoughts on that game. Uh, what what I played, nothing. My top look in the game would be first quarter. Also couldn't talk anybody off the spread. Like I said, Denver is 12-4 and four against the spread as a seven-point favorite or less. So typically they cover in that spot. I do anticipate the spread to go up throughout the day. So wanted to share that as well. Um, two more games real quick. I want to talk about the Pelicans and the Kings. So let me, let me create a banner real quick for the Pelicans game because I – just want to kind of give you guys just kind of want to break the game down, like I said, and kind of talk about the game more so than giving out plays today because it's not a lot that I that I really really like. Um, so we got uh, we got Sacramento <clears throat> six point favorite at home against the visiting New Orleans Pelicans. Um, extremely high total, but we know that the the Sacramento Kings don't play any defense at home. Um, and that was that's that's kind of where I want to start. So the Pelicans are four and one to the under post All Star break. This team continues to struggle to score the ball. I've been talking about it left and right. CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, and that's pretty much it. No Jose Alvarado to slow down a guy like De'Aaron Fox tonight. Malik Monk should probably get whatever it is that he wants off the bench. 
but looking at the Sacramento side, man, they they've really really struggled <clears throat> um, to defend. They just typically outscore you. I think they've been over their team total in every single game post All Star break. This is the number one offense in the NBA post All Star break as well. That and it's the reason why they're, they're the third best team in the Western Conference. However. If you get a team that is scrappy and can play defense, like the Minnesota Timberwolves on Saturday, they they can lose a game. Now, what I do want to say is that Coach Mike Brown, I'm pretty sure it drives him absolutely crazy that this team can't guard anybody. He talked about it in the postgame interview on Saturday night, said that they do defensive slides and drills every single day at practice. And the players talked about it as well. Um, it was Trey Lyles that said, you know, we, we can't guard anybody. He, he, he came out and said in the post interview, we can't guard anybody. Um, you know, you also saw it from a guy like Kevin Herter and he's also, he also put in, um, what's the Edwards guy name? Uh, I can't think of his name. Um, the guy that they got from Brooklyn, I, I, I can't think of his name. His name's escaping me right now, but they, they went with a new rotation. I'm not sure who left the rotation because of that, but Go, getting into the playoffs, I think everybody on the Sacramento Kings understands that they have to be able to play defense. The only way I'm looking to play this game is Sacramento because I feel like this is the step-up spot for them. This Pelicans team cannot score the ball. So if it's a spread that I like the most today, it is the Sacramento Kings team. They will have to only be able to contain Brandon Ingram. I think Valanciunas is also listed as questionable in this game. So that's the way I would that's – the, that's the way I would look. I think off a home loss – they really lock in. I'd be looking at Sacramento early in this spot because the Pelicans have been coming out flat. And, uh, and realistically, they just don't have enough scoring. This team can't shoot the ball. They, they, can't, they, they can't shoot from three. Um, and the Pelicans should be able to run them off the floor is what I'm thinking in this spot. Uh, I'm sorry, the Sacramento Kings should be able to run them off the floor in this spot is what I'm thinking. Uh, another thing I looked at was I looked at the Pelicans when they have these high totals. And post-All-Star break, they, they've only had a total of about 230 – 37 points uh, or higher 236 points or higher one time and it actually came against the portland trailblazers who also can't score the ball um and they won that game they went to you know two they got the pelicans on the second leg of a back-to-back they went into uh into portland and beat the trailblazers outright in that spot can they do the same thing to the sacramento kings i don't think so the sacramento kings offense is a light years better than the portland trailblazers offense um, so I'd be looking at Sacramento probably as the top spread of the day, uh, minus the six in this spot. Uh, I do anticipate the line probably to move up just to, maybe a tad bit. Maybe it gets up to six and a half. Uh, qu- like I said, quite simply put, I just don't think the Pelicans have enough offense to keep up with the Sacramento Kings, especially if you can somehow limit Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum still dealing with that wrist injury, of course. So that's what I got for you guys in that one. And then doubling back, like I said, I want to talk about – I typically like to go in order of the games, but I I do want to talk about – touch a little bit on Portland and Detroit. Uh, That line is moving now. Opened at five and a half. It's already up to six and a half on some books. So if you like it, you probably want to get it now. Um, And I'm – more so for me, I think I'm looking at the total. The total at 230 and a half right now. Um, Portland and Detroit, like I said, it opened at five and a half. If I'm playing this game, I'm probably looking towards the over. I know that the Portland Trailblazers have not been able to – I'm sorry. I know – so <clears throat> let's set the stage. So Detroit's coming in. They're back home. They got a, a day of rest. They just lost in Cleveland um, to the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
they in that game they didn't reach their team total didn't even come close to it they also are already setting guys i know a lot of the guys are already out in this one and portland they're uh coming off uh, a, a very impressive win last night in orlando um i think they were three-point dogs in that game they won that game outright by three points so covered the spread and got the win and they need the wins right portland does need the wins do i want to lay seven with them absolutely not i just don't think that they play enough defense in my estimation to want to lay seven points on the road with them even if it is against a detroit team that you know struggles to score the ball so i think i'd be looking towards the over you get portland on the second leg of a back-to-back um i think detroit can muster up enough offense and i just don't trust portland's defense enough i think if i'm playing this game i'm looking at the total to go over because while 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 i feel like portland should be able to get whatever it is that they want on offense i also just don't trust their defense enough so Maybe it's a pivot towards the team total. I haven't played anything officially in this game. I haven't played anything official at all. Like I said, I more so just wanted to get on here and kind of talk talk the games out with you guys. Uh, and I still got a little work to do. Um, so th- those will be the top looks of the day, man. I think, I, like I said, the Boston and Cleveland game is kind of iffy for me. I'm not 100% sure, uh, you know, what I want to do with that game. Um, also, just kind of waiting on the injury news. I need to know what Donovan Mitchell's going to do. I need to know if the Celtics are going to rest anyone, which I anticipate that they won't. I know Robert Williams is still out. And I also know that Malcolm Brogdon won't, uh, you know, probably won't participate. He's, he's listed as uncertain, but Donovan Mitchell with the hand injury is extreme, uh, extremely valuable information because the Cavs struggle to score the ball sometimes. And, and uh, without him, I can't, I can't back the, I can't back him in this spot. The Portland and Detroit game. I just kind of talked about it. I think if I'm looking at anything in that one, I'm probably looking towards the over Portland should be able to get whatever it is that they want on offense and Detroit. Uh, you know, they, they so the total is 230. That's 115. Uh, add two and a half points. That's 118 and a half. Maybe it's just a Portland team total to go over, but I do feel like Portland should be able to score. Detroit has really struggled, um, you know, with, with guards. So, um, maybe Portland early too. Detroit does struggle at home when they're dogs. That could be a spot. Maybe Portland first quarter spread should probably be one and a half. Uh, maybe you can get a minus two for Portland. I got to look a little more into that. Just kind of like I said, I just kind of wanted to talk the games out with you guys today versus giving out plays because it's not a lot that I really like so far in the day. Um, and then, like I talked about, Denver and Toronto. If I'm playing that, I'm looking at Denver early because Toronto's traveling from West Coast all the way to uh, from East Coast all the way to West Coast. And um, Jokic plays the whole first quarter. So I gave you this, guys the stats to kind of back that one. And then the Pelicans and the Kings, man. I know that the Kings, I know that the Pelicans are in desperation mode. But the Sacramento Kings got to prove it. And I do think that they win this game. They could potentially win this game by double digits if they bring it on the defensive end with the Pelicans struggling so much offensively. So those will be the top looks for the day, man. I'm going to try to go through all the comments. Uh, I definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in with me. It, it, I think it was about may, maybe 70 people at one point, um, you know, on the stream. So hit the like button for me if you guys can. Uh, let's see. what Let's see what we on in the chat. I'm going to get up out of here um sixes and heat first quarter uh y'all got any plays in here um what up ski hey ski i'm gonna hit you in a second bro i uh i saw the message i need to yeah we'll talk some stuff out next blowout ruin my life uh blazes pistons under 230 i think it goes over woo I think it goes over, man. I think the I think the, the the Blazers can get whatever they want on the offensive end. Uh, Jeremy Grant props. Jeremy Grant is back in Detroit. Um, I'll be looking at Jeremy Grant props. I forgot to mention that earlier. 
Pelicans plus five and a half. Uh, I don't think so, man. I, th- I think they run out of offense. Uh, Celtics ruined a 21,000 parlay last night. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sixers first quarter. Uh, I'm pretty sure Anthony's probably just wanting to fade the Pelicans on the second leg of a back-to-back, and they typically just play bad uh, at home um, in the first quarter. The podcast, uh, Jake, is called Cast It With Chris, uh, the NBA betting podcast. The links for the podcast are also – uh, in the description on the YouTube as well. So um, just for people, you know, trying to trying to figure out how to support, the link for the podcast is on the is in the description. Um, Kings been looking better than the Pelicans. Yeah, man. I know the Pelicans got to win. I know that they're desperate as well. But you know, I, I, that's the only way I'd be able to look. I think Sacramento can run them off the floor tonight. Um, Valentinus is questionable. Alvarado is out. Uh, we'll say he got a lot of numbers to support the under. Hey, DM him to me, Will. DM him to me on Twitter. Let me know what you like in that game. Uh, let me know why you like the under. Um, yeah, definitely looking at Jeremy Grant. I'm not sure what Jeremy Grant did yesterday. It could have been a look ahead game for him yesterday. I know Dame went over his points prop. We know Orlando been struggling against guards all all season. I just didn't take Dame yesterday because um I knew they won the second le- first leg of a back to back, and I didn't know if, how much he was gonna have to use. Uh, but they are looking to win. They are definitely looking to win. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm on, man. 22 minutes in the books. Like I said, not a not a lot that I'm liking today, man. I, I haven't placed a single bet yet, if I'm being honest with you guys. But I'll continue to look at the card throughout the day. And, uh, you know, we always have the Crispy, Crispy Cap and NBA show at 530. So tune back in with me then. Um, I really appreciate you guys for, for tapping in with me early, early in the morning, man. Um, Hit the like button for me if you guys can. Subscribe to the videos and share them with a friend as well. Also, check out the podcast and leave me a five-star review if you guys can. I appreciate you guys, and I'll see you guys at 5.30 Eastern time for the the Crispy Cap and NBA show. Best of luck to you guys today.